Welcome to the Next Steps of Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is from March 21st. The Song of Moses, Deuteronomy 31.30 through 32.47, 1405-1239 B.C. And Moses recited the words of this song from beginning to end in the hearing of the whole assembly of Israel. Listen, you heavens, and I will speak. Hear, you earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain, and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His words, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. They are corrupt and not his children. To their shame they are a warped and crooked generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, you foolish and unwise people? Is he not your father, your creator, who made you and formed you? Remember the days of old. Consider the generations long past. Ask your father and he will tell you, your elders, and they will explain to you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided all mankind, He set up boundaries for the peoples according to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob, his allotted inheritance. In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him. No foreign god was with him. He made him ride on the heights of the land and fed him with the fruit of the fields. He nourished him with honey from the rock and with oil from the flinty crag. With curds and milk from herd and flock and with fattened lambs and goats, with choice rams of Bashan and the finest kernels of wheat, you drank the foaming blood of the grape. Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. Filled with food, they became heavy and sleek. They abandoned the God who made them and rejected the rock, their savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods and angered him with their detestable idols. They sacrificed to false gods, which are not God, gods they had not known, gods that recently appeared, gods your ancestors did not fear. You deserted the rock who fathered you. You forgot the God who gave you birth. The Lord saw this and rejected them because he was angered by his sons and daughters. I will hide my face from them, he said, and see what their end will be. For they are a perverse generation, children who are unfaithful. They made me jealous by what is no God and angered me with their worthless idols. I will make them envious by those who are not a people. I will make them angry by a nation that has no understanding. For a fire will be kindled by my wrath, one that burns down to the realm of the dead below. It will devour the earth and its harvests and set afire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap calamities on them, and spend my arrows against them. I will send wasting famine against them, consuming pestilence and deadly plague. I will send against them the fangs of wild beasts, the venom of vipers that glide in the dust. In the street the sword will make them childless, in their homes terror will reign. The young men and young women will perish, the infants and those with gray hair. I said I would scatter them and erase their name from human memory, but I dreaded the taunt of the enemy, lest the adversary misunderstand and say, 
our hand has triumphed. The Lord has not done all this. They are a nation without sense. There's no discernment in them. If only they were wise and would understand this and discern what their end will be. How could one man chase a thousand or two put 10,000 to flight unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up? For their rock is not like our rock, as even our enemies concede. Their vine comes from the vine of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are filled with poison and their clusters with bitterness. Their wine is the venom of serpents, the deadly poison of cobras. Have I not kept this in reserve and sealed it in my vaults? It is mine to avenge. I will repay. In due time their foot will slip. Their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon them. The Lord will vindicate his people and relent concerning his servants when he sees their strength is gone and no one is left, slave or free. He will say, now where are their gods, the rock they took refuge in, the gods who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings? Let them rise up to help you. Let them give you shelter. See now that I myself am he. There is no God beside me. I put to death and I bring to life. I have wounded and I will heal, and no one can deliver out of my hand. I lift my hand to heaven and solemnly swear, as surely as I live forever, when I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand grasps it in judgment. I will take vengeance on my adversaries and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood while my sword devours flesh. The blood of the slain and the captives, the heads of the enemy leaders. Rejoice, you nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants. He will take vengeance on his enemies and make atonement for his land and people. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. When Moses finished reciting all these words to all Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. Moses' death foretold, Deuteronomy 32, 48-52. On that same day, the Lord told Moses, Go up into the Abram range to Mount Nebo in Moab, across from Jericho, and view Canaan, the land I am giving the Israelites as their own possession. There on the mountain that you have climbed you will die and be gathered to your people, just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. This is because both of you broke faith with me in the presence of the Israelites at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin, and because you did not uphold my holiness among the Israelites. Therefore you will see the land only from a distance. You will not enter the land I am giving to the people of Israel. Psalm 90, Moses probably wrote this psalm near the end of his life, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death. They are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, but by evening it is dry and withered. 
We are consumed by your anger and terrified by your indignation. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. Yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger, your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And that's the end of the reading for March 21st. Well, this is an interesting day of reading here. It begins with the song of Moses. Yesterday we read about how God gave Moses this song and he wrote it down. And so now we have him reciting these words and giving them to the nation of Israel. And it's, it basically focuses on the fact that they have disobeyed. Uh, we just saw that again yesterday, that, that God says Israel is going to disobey. I'm going to send them into captivity. I'm going to bring my judgment against them. They're not going to remember all the things, Moses, that you taught them and that they agreed to uh, as they enter into the new land and continue. So this is the song that, that basically says we've got to praise God. Here's who he is. Here's who he was. Here's what he's done for you. Here's... here's uh, how he has loved on you, and you have forsaken him. You have decided to worship other gods, and so his judgment is coming upon you. You, you are going to endure terrible suffering by the hands of other nations who don't follow me. But he also looks ahead to the fact that he will vindicate his people. They will come to him in forgiveness, asking for forgiveness he will take care of them again in the future. And that can bring a rejoicing then at the end of this song, a rejoicing that God will get his vengeance. So then, so Moses and Joshua come and, and give this to the people. And again, Moses says here, um, hey, you need to listen to these commands and obey them and you will be fine. Then we have uh, God telling Moses, hey, I want you to go up to Mount Nebo and get a view of the promised land. And then you're going to die there, just like Aaron died. And uh, and he gives the reason again, which, which is so um, interesting. It's a little confusing. It's a little disheartening. But he says, listen, you and Aaron disobeyed me in that one particular place when I told you to speak to the rock and you struck it. And you're not going to go into the promised land. Now, that that is God's prerogative, right? He can decide 
that that one particular sin, when all those times that Moses was a meek and humble man before God, the meekest man that ever lived, God said, and yet that's the reason God attaches to it. It's just a good reminder, even though we don't understand it fully, that this is about God's sovereignty. What he decides uh, is going to happen as discipline is not our decision. And then we have near the end of this reading for today, Psalm 90. So uh, that, that's kind of, I think, the first time maybe we brought in a psalm uh, to the chronological reading. But because it was probably written that Moses wrote it, and it was probably written near the end of his life, this is where it's inserted. And then it's interesting, isn't it? This is, this is Moses writing in the psalm, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. And he talks about God's uh, eternal character. And yet that he also disciplines those who disobey him. He talks in verse 10 that, you know, hey, we may live to be 70, we may live to be 80, but this life passes so quickly. Verse 12, and this is where maybe the, the main application for me today comes. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. This whole reading was really about, hey, listen, if you if you will just follow God with all your heart, he's going to continue to give you strength and blessing in, in what he's promised you. But if you turn against him, if you set him aside, if you go after other gods, if you disobey, you're going to be disciplined according to however God decides. And it's not going to be good. And your life is so fleeting. So, so consider each day. Have a heart of wisdom. Follow him completely. And that's what I want to do today. Father, help me to number my days. Help me, Father, to accept your loving discipline in my life. Help me, Father, to, to seek you today, to not worship anything or anyone else today except you, and to be quick to confess my sins. May you be pleased with my walking with you today. In Jesus' name, amen.